0: garner and you're listening to the solo nerd podcast today i'll be speaking with the creator and writer of the webtoon blue tempest here to promote his kickstarter laquan laquan cruz i apologize welcome laquan
1: it's fun hey thanks for having me
0: well outside of my introduction who is laquan cruz and what are you about
1: um let me see no i mean i'm just i'm just a simple guy um um I like manga and anime. I've always been watching manga and anime since I was like, I don't know, like ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm just a nerd um, at the base core. You know, I like everything, like nerd, nerd related and stuff like that. So um, yeah. And what I do, I mean, I have many talents. I would say I'm a photographer as well as you know the creative Blue Tempest. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm just an all around creative. You know, I sketch in my um, Pastime when I'm not doing photography, and I just have a wide imagination, which led me to want to create the web too.
0: Did you see um the new Attack on Titan? I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil it. But yeah, it came on the other day.
1: Yes, I've seen it and I've read the manga, so I mean, I already know what's going to happen uh-huh. all together. So, but yeah, I watched it. I don't watch that and the New Demon Slayer. I don't know if you caught that as well.
0: No, I haven't. I haven't caught the New Demon Slayer yet. Um, but i such a queue of anime that i need to catch up on it's ridiculous I get at this point it. i just kind of almost i just want to give up it's just so much but um
1: mm-hmm.
0: what is blue tempest about uh
1: let me see as a summary without spoiling too much i would say that it's just this action-based flash fantasy story about um this main character called Rihan, who's part of well there are two groups in the webtoon um One would be the bandits and then one would be the Orochi. Uh, The Orochi is like a dictatorship organization that seeks to control the world and regulate things while the bandits are the other group. I mean, I wouldn't say they're the good guys, but they want to more or less liberate the people that are being uh, in the dictatorship by the Orochi. So I guess you could look at them like, I guess Robin Hood or so so yeah it's these two opposing sides um and they're battling it out for supremacy of the the land that they live in called edo basically and yeah throughout the story we just see the main character go go through the struggles of having to deal with the orochi and um finally get done with the war because the war has been going on for like maybe like 400 years now it's been a very long lengthy thing so now we just see the climax of that within these next chapters of the webtoon and as of right now they're, they're about a like 80 to 90 chapters so it's a lengthy process that i have going out and by the end we'll just hopefully see it work out in the bandit's favor
0: can you elaborate on the creative process on blue tempest so say if from it just been a thought in your head to now promoting it on on the on as a webtoon I should say and now as a kickstarter so like where the idea of Bluetooth has come from to now promoting it Uh,
1: no problem um honestly let me see the creative process really was just that like I said I watch a lot of anime and read a lot of manga so how it started was that in some of my favorite animes I let's say I didn't like the route it went or I felt like it could have went a different way based on what I was seeing I would just have that feeling for a lot of anime slash like manga over the years and it's like hmm i wonder if it went this way or if the story was about this how it'd be so that's how it started initially and then i started to read a lot of webtoons That's when i got into webtoons and i started to see that webtoons could really be made by anybody like once i went on the site they're like regular people just like me just um creating the stories that they have in their mind so once i saw that i was like hmm maybe I could come up with a story for a manga or a webtoon and see how that goes and then this was like last year that I had all these thoughts what was it 20 no it was 2020 yeah like 2020 last year that I had these thoughts and then from there I just started to create the story every day I would come home from work and just start typing it down because I have it all like in the script form or a novel on my computer so every day I would just come home and get new ideas for it and type them down. Like it was a long, well, it wasn't really a long process, honestly. To get the whole thing, it probably took me like three months to finish the whole story um of like the 80 to 90 chapters. Of course, every day I'm going into it and revising it because as I watch more anime, new themes and new ideas are coming into my head of how to make the story deeper and more intricate and stuff like that. Cause in the beginning it was just like the fundamental foundation that I laid out, but it still missed like substance and stuff like that. But yeah, that was basically how it came about. It was just me wanting to create my own thing with my own characters and see them like this and see how this could go. And also I made everyone in my webtoon mostly black because I've never really seen like representation of like people of my skin color in anime or like webtoons or manga before so like hmm, let me do this and see how it could come out and that's just been the creative process so far in regards to doing it I did the kickstarter because honestly one of my friends just suggested it to me he was like because everybody that knows me knows that I have the webtoon and they know like sometimes I could be serious about it or sometimes I'm not just because I have a lot of different projects honestly because like I said photographer um i still have regular like life to deal with and then i'm still working on the webtoon so sometimes i'm not like as um serious about promoting it as i should it's just like if people stumble upon it and they read it then that's good if they don't then you know stuff like that so he was just telling me to make a kickstarter so that i could get more funding for it because um i don't do it myself i outsource it to like i have a team of people that like works on all the um creating and stuff like that so i pay them a monthly fee to get everything done and sometimes um i may not always have that fee so sometimes i can get like procrastinated or i could get backed up and we take a pause for like a month or two so he was saying to get some funding so that i could be like four to five chapters ahead for a while he told me to do the kickstarter and see how it goes so that's how i went from the creative process to now having a kickstarter and promoting it even though i've had it for about like a year now and we're at 10 chapters again so
0: well speaking of your team that you outsource to um how has your experience been searching for those collaborators and how did you know that they were right for this particular project
1: got you, got you. honestly it was it was a little difficult I, um i went through like three different websites i went through freelancer I went through another website and then I went through Upwork. But Upwork is what ended up sticking and what worked for me. Um, let me see. In regards to finding the team, honestly, I had to do a lot of interviews. I probably did well, I had three different job posts because I did it multiple times. My team has changed over like the years. At first, I had a team of like three people that they all knew each other. They're like, they came as like, a group so it's like i hired i i hired one person and he had two people that were like his relatives and they all did like everything as a team so one would do the sketch work one would do the line art and then one would do the coloring so i got them as a group but because of like their communication and the fact that they weren't meeting the deadlines i had to end up changing them out and having to do it all over again and finding someone else that could do all three things so after that i found another guy that could do he could do line art and coloring and he was okay at sketching he wasn't that wasn't really his forte he could do everything else so then after that just recently i now have I now had to do interviews again to find someone that could do sketching so that now it's a two-man team where someone does the sketching then they send it over to him then he does the line art and he does the coloring and then that would be the end result um so that's really what i just had to do i just had to go on upwork and i had to do interviews for like months where it was like i would um message a bunch of people basically i'd have to look at their portfolio first see what type of work they've done um previously see if they're like specializing comics or anime or manga if they know any um expertise in that after looking through their um uh, portfolio i'd reach out to them and tell them okay this is the project i'd have to give them the whole rundown of the project multiple times tell them the expectations what to expect Um, how much money I'm going to pay them, and then after that, um, I tell them to do like a test run for me. So like I'll tell them, I'll give them like a script and tell them sketch this out for me. Let me see how you get it done. Because making sure that they could do the art style I wanted was a big part of it. Because I mean, a lot of them were saying, yeah, I could do this. Yeah, I could do that. But I, I just had to go off at their word instead of seeing it. So I would be like, do a test sketch so I could confirm that you can actually do what I'm asking of you. So I did that multiple times, went through different people. Finally, found people that matched my artwork that I was going for, and that's how I chose who to bring on on my team. So that's usually just what's the process I have to go through: do multiple interviews, just like you know a job interview, see who can um, fit what I'm looking for in regards to. Now they got to be able to communicate, meet the deadlines, and just meet my artwork. And then once they once they're okay with the budget and you know the expectations, then that's how I would go picking them out, basically.
0: Well. You have a team of people. Normally when I speak with someone, they have like maybe a letterer um, and just an illustrator and then they do the writing or somewhere along those lines or maybe like an editor. But um, how much How much did it run you really to have a, this team of people um, mm-hmm. to, to do your work? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's people out there who are listening who wanna know the cost. Like they understand things cost money, but they like, on average, how much does it really cost?
1: Got you, got you. Um, so see, I mean, I feel like the cost really depends on who you who you work with as well, and who you can get to work with you because the cost is always negotiable, you know what i'm saying um. Because in the beginning, some people were trying to charge me like 1200 for what I was asking you know, some people were charging. wow me $1,200. Like, oh.
0: that's insane
1: yeah and I was like wow and I was like in my head, I was like, I mean. It is like a graph, a graphic novel that I'm asking you to create so I can understand. You know, you feel like you're valued at 1200 and That's fine. I wasn't, like, saying, no, I'm not going to pay that. It just didn't work for me. So, like, what I pay and what my limit was when I first started was $300. Because, um, because to do the three steps, I would just pay, like, it would basically be, like, increments of 100 for all three steps because my panels are not that long. Like, my story is probably, like, 20 to 25 panels, which I don't feel is, like, Really lengthy to be paying too much. So I was able to pay the people on my team $300 like consistently every time to do it. And that's the expectation I had to set with like everybody I was interviewing because I had to let them know, yeah, this is the job. I'm paying you $300. I would never like go out of my budget because I know if that, if I went on my budget, I wouldn't be able to pay everybody. So I had to make sure I found people that was okay with that budget, which is what also made it harder. Cause like I said, since people are like used to doing like these um designs they're like no i should get paid more and I was like i'm not gonna um try to convince you to take less so i understand that and it's like okay i have to move on find somebody else that may be okay with the price that i'm setting so i would say it's just finding the median between not overpaying too much for what you can like not going out of your budget but also not trying to lowball the people that you're hiring so for me 300 was a good um media and the people that work for me they're okay with it they have no complaints or, or whatever and it's always subject to change so like if i end up needing more workload out of them and i can afford it i would also you know go up in budget for them but that's that that's how much i pay i pay 300 every month or every chapter so if i do two chapters a month it'd be 600. But i do one chapter a month so it's 300.
0: But yeah, I was gonna ask that, but I was like, just let. I, I was gonna ask, but I was like, no, maybe I shouldn't, because you know, people are uncomfortable talking about money. But you mentioned it, so thankfully. Um, mm-hmm. But what else? What what other advice would you offer to artists? You wish someone told you when you first started.
1: Hmm. Let me see.
0: Advice. I wish
1: I. I mean, I would say probably just let me know that. Let me know how to find the right people, uh, really and truly that's probably the hardest part about it. Just, you know, like I said, doing all the interviews, making sure you find people that work for you in every aspect. Cause like, I would find people that, um, they worked for me good in regards to like the art style, but the communication wasn't good. So like, like I said, the first team I had, I really liked them and I felt bad that we had to like, stop working with each other, but it was the communication was just not good. Like I'd hear back from them like a month and a half later, Past the deadline, I expected. So it's like I have like the deadline that I want to release this at this time of the month, and now I have to like push it way back. And like people, because people would come to me and be like, "When am I releasing a chapter?" Because they were actually you know interested in seeing it. And it's like I want to push the story the story further. I have um specific months or days I want to drop stuff, and because these people are not really good at communicating, I'm being held back, and it's like making my work diminish. And, holding up for me so I would just say you know work with someone you know can meet all the standards on what you're expecting in regards to communication art style stuff like that um I would also say to uh flesh out your story real good before going into it you don't have to rush anything because even to this day like I said um I'm finished with all 80 chapters but I still all the time go through to re um revamp stuff all the time sometimes i have to delete whole chapters and do them over again because i didn't like i feel like it was missing stuff or i feel like mm, change this change that i'm constantly adding characters so it's always just like a learning process and to have to keep going through it and stuff like that so don't be afraid i guess to have to make change or if something doesn't work out as long as it's not um created yet you'll be fine the only time where like everything is set in stone is of course after you've paid someone and it's already like out there and even then you could change it honestly you could just have them redo the whole chapter because right now um the art style that i have for the old chapters is being redone by the person that i have on my team now so even then once he's finished with that i'm going to swap out the chapters that people are seeing now for other chapters that are adding like more context in it because of course. I've grown from what I did a year ago and since I've grown I want to add like the new growth and the new um, visuals into the comic. So yeah I would just say be very flexible and adapt and adapt to what um, to the process because things could change every day honestly whether it's with the story or who you're working with because I never expected to um, have to change to someone else I thought like. Once I got the group, I would just stick with them for the whole time. And I was like, okay, I never got worried about something. But it seems like something's always coming up where I have to change, switch someone out or change this, change the flow of this. And yeah, so I just say be adaptable and flexible to anything that could happen within the creative process.
0: Okay, well, my last question for you, LaPron, is what is your idea of success? I ask that because as creators, if we're not getting regular paychecks from a full-time job or making consistent revenue from our art, we're considering failures. Many of us will put our dreams and projects on the back burner or give them up altogether because this career path can be highly intimidating and competitive. So what is your idea of quote unquote success?
1: Mm, okay, okay. Well, for me as a creative, um, I wouldn't say success was ever, was ever really rooted around money. At first, I mean, in the early days, probably I probably felt like that, but now I feel like success is just seeing People love my art in some type of way. Like positive feedback is always how I deem success in my way. So like whether it's like people commenting on my webtoon, like in the comments, or people coming to me personally and be like, oh on I really like this chapter. And they're giving the feedback about what they liked and you know, this and that. To me, that makes me feel successful, at least for my art, because it's being observed and appreciated and acknowledged from other people. So as long as it continues to grow, even if I don't really necessarily make any revenue off of it, it is really just good to hear people like it, it's good and people like it and it's doing good, because I feel like even some manga or anime. Um, back in the days, they probably were not making any real revenue but people, it was very like popular and liked by people and eventually off of being popular and liked, the revenue started to come in afterwards, it was like they gained the popularity first. And then the revenue came in, the revenue didn't come in like first thing as they expected. You know, some people probably didn't even have much hope in their art in the beginning. And then it ended up booming into something that was really successful. So yeah, I just really do it. I just really measure success as people giving me good feedback and liking the art, honestly. Whenever someone gives me good feedback, it makes me feel more inspirational and uh, motivated to keep doing stuff because it's like, oh, okay, you liked it. That means... I should keep going as opposed to if someone told me they didn't like it and it's like "Mm, maybe I should stop so that's just how I deem success
0: yeah I totally can identify with that because um I'm also a writer and um the time in between my first and second book people were asking when the second one would be done
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: it really motivated me to like hurry up and finish it like I like Mm -hmm. to have my stuff flushed out just like how you do but it, it really motivated me to get it done quicker. And then the third one, everyone's asking me about that as well. Uh, and it's, like I said, it just motivated me to to get it done and also do some writing, um, just some fandom stuff, random fandom stuff that online that people like, like fanfic stuff. And mm-hmm. someone asked me about it today and they thought I had abandoned it because it hasn't been updated. At least the second part hasn't been updated in like two, three years. And I'm like, oh, you know, we're in a we're in a pandemic so you gotta be patient but um but yeah it's motivating me to pretty much complete that so they can have it and I can be done with it really so yeah Mm -hmm. I I totally agree with um with positive feedback letting you know that something was successful
1: yeah I agree I agree it's definitely the best thing um and yeah that's that's really all it is
0: Okay, well, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on about Blue Tempest that I may have missed, or did you want to discuss rewards for potential backers, or I know you have a Patreon as well, right, connected to your webtoon. did you want to maybe discuss that as well?
1: Um, yeah, I was going to discuss that next, um, I was going to say, honestly, I prefer I prefer people to just do the Patreon other than the the Kickstarter, And all honesty, at least for support. I mean, if people just want to do a one-time donation as a backup, that's fine too. Either one is fine with me. I just like the Patreon more because I'm more actually like active on there, and I can like continuously give like people stuff for being like supporting Blue Tempest, as opposed to like the Kickstarter. I wasn't really like sure what the like rewards would be, just cause, like I've never done it before, and I don't know like how it goes since it's not like a monthly subscription thing as opposed to the Patreon. So. I just say anybody that wants to like support Blue Tempest I'd rather than just be a Patreon. a Patreon, It's like I think the lowest is like five dollars. Um, The first tier is five dollars with that they get um I post the chapters on there before I post them on webtoon so they get early releases to everything they can always see it first. Also they get behind the scenes so they get to see me like do the like all the processes, so they get to see it from the beginning where I'm sketching it, to then the line art, to then when it's fully colored. So that's what they get um on the first tier. In the second tier, you get everything from the first tier as well. But I also think we have. um I give I send out like let me see. I give them wallpapers that they can like use on their phone if they want, like of the characters or or at different like scenes in the scenario from Blue Tempest. You know, like. If they want to see like the main character um, as like I say a lock screen or a wallpaper, I um, post those as well in very like um, high quality so they can save them and then I also what else is there, I think that's it for the second one. Uh, I think there's more I just can't remember, and then the third one uh, is 20 I think it's $25 a month that one is where anyone you get everything from the first and second one, but you can also create your own character to be in uh, blue tempest so with that one um i'd reach out to you personally anyone that like does that one, i reach out to them personally and tell them um they can literally make their character from scratch they can make them look however they want they can add whatever details they want to them it really doesn't matter to me they have full um creativity to work on it and then within like a month i'll get it created and get it back to them and then i'll just keep going back and forth and making sure like do you want to add this what colors do you want you know make sure it's like exactly to their liking and then after that. find a way to put them in the story which isn't really hard because i have a lot of characters where it's like i have a lot of characters but i don't know how i want them to look so it actually works for me and them it's like they get to create their character and now i have a way to like put a name to a character without me having to create a design for them So it's a win-win situation for us both in that situation so yeah i would just say if anybody wants to support the patreon it's appreciated um but they can also do the kickstarter it really doesn't matter it's just i know a kickstarter if you don't reach the goal you don't get anything and it just goes it just returns to the people whereas like patreon you know it's a one it's a one-time thing once they keep paying that i'll always be supplying them with um the rewards and it just helps the tempest go a longer way because then i don't have to always worry about funding with my own money i can just use the support money to pay um my team and then we'll always have consistent chapters back to back and they never have to worry about a lapse in what's going on just like the lapse i'm having right now we're we're on like hiatus for another two months so
0: all right well again i want to thank the creator and writer of the webtoon blue tempest laquan cruz i highly recommend our listeners to give the kickstarter a look share and back if they can all of the quans socials webtoon link will be listed alongside the kickstarter and his patreon in this episode's details Again, I'm K.S. Garner, and you have been listening to the Solo Nervous Podcast. Thank you.